Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics, a podcast dedicated to exploring how things get places and the people who get them there. We'll talk with logistics and supply chain leaders about innovation, industry trends, and the future of the logistics business. Now, here's your host, Joe Lynch. Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics podcast. Today, we have a very, very good guest, Ann Holm. Ann's an old friend of mine. She started off as my executive coach many years ago. She saved me so much time and hassle over the years. She was a wonderful coach. And over time, she grew into more than my coach. She, we began to collaborate on a variety of projects. She's awesome. Many of my clients work with her. I've never heard anything other than a wonderful asset to their team. Ann is especially good at coaching, sales training, and assessment, which is where a lot of times we overlap. That's why we work together. So welcome to the show, Ann. Thank you for having me, Joe. Happy Friday to everyone. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So before we get too much further in, I want to give a little bit of Ann's bio. Ann is a bachelor's in psychology, speech, and hearing from the University of Michigan, our favorite mm-hmm. school. And she has a master's of science in speech, language, and pathology, also from the University of Michigan. So, Anne, it sounds as if you started your career heading somewhere other than coaching. What led you to coaching? Okay. So, my first career, which was, was a really great career, 25 years working with brain injury, strokes, mainly in a medical setting. And uh, I enjoyed that career for a long time. It allowed me to be really help people position themselves for successful life after some sort of a, of a brain injury. What got me out of that was actually all of the details that I had to keep track of once they brought in electronic record keeping and HIPAA. There were so many things I had to keep track of and it took away the fun I was having, which was uh, helping people be at their best. So 10 years ago, a little over 10 years ago now, I went back and did some additional training on how to help people. And that was at the Coaches Training Institute. And so from there, I started my executive coaching career. I added a variety of uh, certifications around personality, personal branding, emotional intelligence, sales coaching. So I just took my passion for helping people be at their best into a different direction. And that's how I ended up in coaching. Well, you're a wonderful coach. I feel like you have that foundation that, you know, as an expert in the brain and how, uh, you know, the psychology and the speech background have been invaluable. And you've been a wonderful coach for me and so many of my clients. So I want to talk today about sales personality and how that affects how we all sell. And I've gone through this myself, so I know how good it's been for <laughs> me. So tell me about sales personality type. What is it and why does it matter? Okay. You know, that's a great question. What a lot of times when people get sales training, a number of things can happen. One of them can be where you are taught just about the product, for instance. You know, here's our pamphlet, here's our literature, go out and sell. Another possibility is everybody's taught the same way, you know, use these methods, try this, do that. But what The part that's missing in all of that is the ability to connect with who you are as an individual, because really one size fits all training doesn't work 
long term because you're going to want to go back to what's most comfortable for you. It would be similar to somebody saying to you, if let's say you're a left-handed golfer, you have to use right-handed clubs because that's all we have. You know, you could get somewhat better at it, but if you aren't able to tap into using your natural strengths, the outcome can be potentially quite limiting. So it really matters to know what your sales personality is so that you can leverage those strengths and then also account for those blind spots. Yeah. And as you know, I I have a background in training and that one size fits all training always seemed right to me until I started understanding more about our individual differences. When I started working with you, (laughs) it was eye-opening because I've never, we've been working together, I think you began my coach eight years ago. And ever since, I never look at the world as that one size fits all again, because you can say this is the way it should be done. But if it doesn't fit that person or that there's going to be somebody who created that material, that's going to be better for them and probably painful for some other people. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you've made me a believer in that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, how sometimes people will want to get more organized. So they start reading books on organization, but those people who write the books on organization, you know, how to get organized are already organized themselves. And so they don't speak to the individual style or very few of them do anyway to the individual style of people. And so the advice sounds good for a period of time, but over the long haul, it doesn't help that individual have any meaningful outcomes. Exactly, exactly. That's why I don't read those books because it's not going to work. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. So, so let me so, so let me ask, we're talking about personality types in regards to sales. Yes. I've done this testing, but tell my audience, how do you determine somebody's sales personality type? Okay, so the I have a particular uh, assessment that I use that was developed by a group called uh, Type Coach, and it's an online assessment. It is based on the same concepts as a very familiar personality assessment called the MBTI. This is a particularly useful assessment, though, because it does target sales, exactly, the sales personality. So there's many phases to the sales process. There's the face-to-face opening, you know, creating the relationships, and then there's the closing of the sale, and then the managing of the sale. Well, if you look at the scope of the different personality types, each one of them is going to be a little bit better at one phase of this than the other. So when you take this assessment, it will help you to understand where you fall in this, along with specific things like, you know, what are your strengths as far as when you're working with a team and what are your challenges or your blind spots or what are your face-to-face strengths or what are your blind spots. So one of the examples I can give you, if you don't mind me using you as an example, Joe. Go ahead. (laughs) um, Okay. (laughs) We're going to reveal all. Um, So your personality type is a personality type known as ENFP. So this is a very engaging personality type great connector, great relationship builder, and also loves a great conversation. 
One of the pratfalls with being that personality type in a sales situation is sometimes that individual can lean toward talking too much and not listening enough. And this assessment allows you to understand that dynamic and manage it without feeling bad about it or defensive about it. It just helps you to understand that this is this is sort of the flip side of being a very gregarious, interactive individual. You can also find yourself doing too much talking. So each of the assessments, when your personality type is determined, will delineate, you know, what are your strengths? What do you have to watch out for in a variety of settings in the sales process? Yeah. And if I could just add on to uh, what I learned from my assessment and my coaching with you regarding sales was I did the assessment online and I know you have other ways to do it also, but I did it online and it was fun. And it's funny, we all care very much about us and what we're up to, right? So Mm -hmm. to be online and learning, but it was also very interactive. And then I got the report, 10 page report that said all the blind spots or weaknesses and also the strengths. To see the strengths was great, but I think one of the things that I walk away from is knowing my blind spots in the sales realm. One, talk too much. I knew that. (laughs) And the second one was not wanting to follow up. Mm -hmm. As you said, all the energy for an ENFP is in that upfront piece where you're you're getting new people in the pipeline and not caring after that to some extent. Mm -hmm. So knowing those were my blind spots, I really did focus on them. And I as well as I should, but I have focused on them. And it's, mm-hmm. again, everybody I've uh, taken, you know, recommended to you has mm-hmm. loved this. So it is a really powerful tool. It is. You know, I want to give you another example too, a recent example I had in a coaching situation. So this particular individual tended to be really good at closing deals. That's kind of where he fell on the spectrum of opening to closing as far as the sales process is concerned. And what the company needs right now is lead generation. And so, and and in addition to that, this individual is uh, leans towards introversion. So he likes to spend more time, you know, in his head than out there, you know, churning things up and creating relationships and leads and all of that. So the thought of stepping outside of himself and doing something different didn't feel very energizing to him. So one of the things that we did was we talked about, okay, you know, this is who you are. This is the lay of the land. You know, you're, you tend to lean toward introversion. You tend to be pretty good at closing sales. But on top of that, you also happen to be a fantastic problem solver. You're known for that. We did his personal branding and he's known for being a person to being a fantastic problem solver. So I said, what would it look like if we framed this from the perspective of problem solving rather than from the perspective of relationship building? And his quote at the end of the session was, in the span of one hour, I came, I started off thinking there's no way I want to generate these leads or do this work to when can I get started? I want to get started right away because he now had an insight into himself as to how he could use his personality to achieve the same task as somebody else who might have a personality similar to maybe Joe's personality, but we reframed it and it energized him. Yep. I know the guy you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And one thing you also mentioned to me a few times about some of our shared clients is the idea of partnering 
you know, with different personality types. Tell tell me a little more about that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for asking. Sometimes we have the challenge of certain phases of, of the sales cycle. And we try really hard to manage those blind spots on our own. And it becomes, you know, maybe you, you just haven't changed your game enough yet to really be good at that. So what you can do is find somebody who's good at something that you have a blind spot around and partner. So if, for instance, you're really good at opening and generating leads, but you're not as good at following up on leads and taking them to close, you can partner with somebody who's really good at that and have quite a powerful combination there. Right. And, and this is also an excellent tool for sales managers because now they can look at their team and say, where do I put everybody? Mm-hmm. Uh, and to play to their strengths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. And, to say, I, know, now, I was going to say also, it helps them communicate with each other also, it helps with, you know, for instance, if one individual or on the team is really, really, really detail oriented and the other one is not, when that other individual is asking for more details, at least now you know there's a reason behind it other than the fact that this guy, you might see this guy in a negative way. All of a sudden, you understand where he's coming from and, you, and the communication improves exponentially. When you can, when you understand where the other person's actually coming from, right? And you started to get talk about where the other person's coming from. Could you talk a little bit about reading the other person? We, the sales personality test tells you who you are. Mm-hmm. But how do I engage with people who aren't like me? Yeah. So when you look at a sales personality assessment, and when I do a sales personality assessment, one of the things that I do is also help individuals understand what's going on with somebody else. So you, you become grounded in who you are and how you operate. And then what I like to do is take that individual through a process where they can start to identify what does an introvert really look like? And so let's say, here's an example. So let's say you're talking to somebody who's introverted or likes to spend more time in their head. And then you come up and you want to have a sales conversation with them and they're not giving you a lot of response. They're being, you know, they're quieter, they're more reflective. And so the tendency is to want to fill the space with more talk because there's silence there. And so if you know that, okay, this person's introverted, give him the space to actually engage in the conversation with you. So you can start to notice things about people and have some strategies on how you can interact with them better. Or if, for instance, you're a big picture person and you're giving big picture, big ideas, but that individual is looking at you and sort of staring at you, you might start investigating whether or not that person is more interested in very specific levels of detail. So you can start to notice this just by people's body language, just by noticing if the conversation is effective, by noting if you're moving the sales process along, whether or not you're speaking their language. And part of knowing who you are is also knowing how somebody else operates. We'll get right back to the podcast in just a moment. If you sell transportation or logistics services, the Logistics of Logistics can help you sell more. Our customized program will help you understand your sales personality, including your strengths and blind spots, get more sales leads, and improve your communication and salesmanship. 
We can also position you as a recognized industry expert and help you reach your target audience. To learn more, visit thelogisticsoflogistics.com. And now, back to the show. And I think back years and years ago when we first started working together, you mentioned, uh, or I asked you the question about one of my employees, how I didn't seem to communicate well with him, but I thought he's a fantastic asset to the company, loved working with him, but always a disconnect. And <laughs> what, what you told me is you asked some questions about him and you were able to assess this guy wants very direct communication. He's, he's introverted. And he says, and, and asked the question, does he look at you like you have two heads? And I thought, yeah, all the time. And she said, it's because you have this brainstorming way of talking and somebody who maybe like Ann or I would quickly pick up on that and say, I know exactly what the boss wants. This guy would look at me like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so by being yeah. forced to kind of recognize that I wasn't speaking his language and, and that just sounds too uh, new agey, but it made it so much easier when I realized he wants some direct communication for me, not mm -hmm. brainstorming. <laughs> well, and it's a common thing when an extrovert's talking to an introvert that the extrovert's thinking out loud. And so the introvert's thinking, okay, is that your final answer? No, it appears not. Is that your final answer? Because when an introvert speaks, generally speaking, they've whatever they're saying is their final answer. So you can have this, this disconnect and, and the introvert's nodding their head. Okay, I'll do that. What? Not that? You want this? And you get, you know, you get, this can go on and on and on. And so, you know, that's how you solve that quandary is to notice if that person is an introvert and know that maybe you have to, you know, back off a little, give a little bit more detail, get to the bottom line, whatever. There's lots of different ways to get at that. Yeah. And to tell a little bit more just about my experience with working with you. One of the things you said up front to me was I was struggling to get myself and some other of my team members to make more phone calls. And from your assessment, you said, you know, why are you engaging that way? That's miserable for you. And it's not that I don't like talking to people. It's just the whole idea of sitting down and, and dialing the phone a million times. It's just so boring and felt senseless to me. And you gave me the advice to say, become part of the conversation. And I was like, well, what's that supposed to mean? She said, start a blog, start doing, you know, conferences, all this. And, and I thought, oh, that, that doesn't work. That was probably eight years ago. I started the logistics of logistics as a blog initially, and it became my business. Actually, Anne even named the logistics of logistics. I remember her saying, just create the logistics of logistics. And I thought, I'll find a better name than that. But yeah, that's a good starter name. <laughs> and here it is eight years later. But <laughs> it was so true for me because when I stopped playing, somebody's game that was not mine, which was pick up the phone a hundred mm -hmm. times and do this mindless work. And I'm, a, I'm not afraid to pick up the phone. It just was boring. And when I started playing the game that I should be playing, which is, you know, up, engaging up front, becoming part of that conversation, it really changed for me. It, it was just fantastic mm -hmm. advice. And you start to realize, I start realizing the importance of playing the right game. You know, if, mm -hmm. if, you're, mm -hmm. if you're seven feet tall and you can slam the basketball, like, LeBron used to be able to do, <laughs> you, uh, mm -hmm. you don't want to play baseball. Right, exactly. Another great metaphor for this is if you've ever hit a tuning fork, and if you hit the tuning fork right at the right 
you know, resonance level and it just rings and it keeps ringing and ringing, that means that there's a lot of energy there. And that's often what happens when you start to recognize what your strengths are and you start to play to them. That being said, of course, everybody's day involves things that you enjoy doing and things that might not be your favorite thing to do. The key is, is to find as much of those activities as you can, or to reframe those activities from a perspective uh, that is energizing for you, and then either partner with somebody else, or think of ways or strategies to deal with the blind spots. But you're definitely looking for the engagement piece. And it's hard to be engaged if you're doing something that just is not a good fit for you. Right. So, and take us a little bit through the process after you meet with somebody, mm-hmm. you're doing an assessment either online or in by phone, right? And then, mm-hmm. and then what, how does this work? Okay. So the way this works is typically I ask somebody to, first of all, book a free consultation, mainly because I want to talk to them and see if this is the thing that they need to be doing. Many people, even those who are not technically full-time salespeople, in fact, many of our clients are actually small businesses. And so they wear several hats. They wear a sales hat. They wear a an operations hat. They wear a lot of hats, administrative, marketing. They wear a lot. So, but the, so the first thing I do is I like to talk to somebody via a phone consultation. It's free. Talk to them for 30 minutes. What are your needs? And if it's determined that they would like to become better at communication, better at engaging with customers, better at engaging with their staff and finding more energy in the work that they do and better results, a better bottom line, more customers, more leads, et cetera. If that's what they want, then we'll set up with the the type coach sales personality assessment. That's the one I recommend. So they it's a 20-minute assessment online. It's interactive. It's not filling out a questionnaire, but it is viewing videos and understanding the concepts and deciding where you probably fall on these parameters. And then I get the report and then we have a coaching session. So when you when you do the assessment, you get a coaching session and we sit down and we go through the results and we make sure that we have exactly the right fit. Because sometimes, you know, even with a really good interactive assessment, we have to tweak it a little bit to make sure we've got it right. But that's what that that's what that coaching appointment does. So we look at that and we say, okay, you know, here's here it is. Is this is this fit? If it fits, good, we're good to go and talk about what we're going to do with that information. If it doesn't fit, we'll go back to the drawing board and make sure we get it right and get you a new report. And then from there, we'll start talking about what are your goals. Sometimes we add personal branding after that. So the the personality assessment is about how you see yourself. Personal branding is how others see you. But this first phase about understanding yourself is really, really important moving forward. Yeah, again, it's been invaluable for me and so many of my clients. I've never had anybody not enjoy this process. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it's because we all learning about yourself is is something that none of us did spend enough time doing. We go to classes, we get undergrads and masters and have all this experience. But somebody says, tell me about your personality type. And you say, I don't know. I guess I'm good at this. I, but mm-hmm. it's funny when you get that report and I still look at my report and I still talk to you and you have that in your hand, you start to say, Okay, now I know where those weaknesses are. It's like talking mm-hmm. too much, like I'm doing now. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can't help it. <laughs> but these are quick wins. I, I would say that the, the nice thing about this report and that first session is these are quick wins. It opens up the door to look at yourself in a way that maybe you've never looked at yourself before. And I often have people say, I really need to have my spouse take this, or I wonder what type my kid is, because they're, they're you know, it, it opens up that whole new way of looking at things. My daughters, I had, as you know, I had both my daughters speak with Anne and get their personality types. And it was, it was uh, very empowering for them. They still speak in that, you know, I'm this and I'm that. And, and I, I read it over all the time because you, you obviously know your kids, you raised them, but to see the actual details of what makes them tick, what gives them energy, what drags them down, what, what offends them, it, to actually read that is really uh, mm-hmm. useful tool. So, um, yeah. and so I should also mention my audience. Most of my audience is logistics and supply chain and uh, transportation mm-hmm. guys. <laughs> and of all the coaches you're ever going to bump into, Anne's one of those who, who understands our business because she works in it so often. Anything else in closing that you want to talk about on sales personality type? Maybe a summary, you know, a summarization. A summarization, yes. Summarization. Is there such a word as summarization? No, I, guess no there is. I, made it, I made it up. <laughs> you made it up. Okay. I'm like, summarization. There you go. So what I want to say in summary really is that if you find yourself either struggling to create leads for yourself or you find that you have a lot of leads, but you're leaving a lot of money on the table, or you find that there's some part of that process that seems to be stalled out, or you're working with individuals on a staff and the communication doesn't seem to be there. All of those particular challenges can be alleviated by looking simply at how are various people wired. It's interesting that because we only have our own perspective, we often assume that everybody else sort of thinks our way or should think our way. And we miss valuable opportunities to create excellent teams to become better versions of ourselves. All of those potential outcomes are missed if you don't have a chance to sit down and actually take a look at who you are at the core. I have found it to be very helpful for technically minded people. You know, logistics is a technically minded business as far as, you know, you're tracking shipments and you're doing things, many things are very technical, but at the core of it, you're still dealing with human customers, human coworkers. Exactly. Uh, so you can't get away from it. It, it. No matter how automated you get, you're still going to be dealing with people. So if you have a better sense of yourself and you have a better sense of others, all this stuff is going to just run more smoothly. Well, this is excellent. And I do appreciate all the things you've done for me and my clients and also for being on my podcast. How do we reach you? You can reach me at www.annholm.net. So it's A-N-N-H-O-L-M.net. And that's my website. From there, you can see my Google reviews. You can look at testimonials and you can book a free consultation to see if, you know, having your you or your team evaluated for personality type and sales personality is right for you. So that's the best way to get hold of me. You can also follow me on Twitter and home net. And I put a number of articles up there that are useful to individuals about the topics we discussed today. I also follow you on Facebook. There's a uh, and home on Facebook, right? 
Yep, there's an Ann Holm Facebook and LinkedIn. You can also get contact me on LinkedIn, and that would be LinkedIn Ann Holm Net. So the the key here is is my name Ann Holm, and then Net or .net is after everything. So I'm easy to find. Okay, well, thank you so much, Ann. We'll have to do this again. There's a variety of topics I want to talk to you about. Yep. So uh, thank you, and that's it for today. I, before we close, though, I want to thank Joel North for cleaning up my podcast and making. Me and Anne sound very professional at this, hopefully. Thank you. Thank you. It was great to talk to everybody or to talk to you, Joe, and share this information with your audience. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Logistics of Logistics podcast, where we engage in conversation with experts in the logistics field. For more details, visit thelogisticsoflogistics.com or follow Joe Lynch on LinkedIn.